We've been talking about 2020 church. And uh, uh, so we're, we're those who are called to pray. By the way, pray for Nan. She flew out uh, to uh, help take care of her dad. Her dad's in the hospital in Kansas and uh, uh, just has uh, some, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, like an infection in his body. And uh, so we need a, a, the Lord to touch him and heal him. And, and uh, so she, she flew out to be there with her mom. Her mom was very tired and, and staying up all night in the hospitals. And so we'll lift her up as well. Um, but I want to talk to you about 2020 church. I want to talk to you in 2020, we're going to have to function in our authority as believers. We're going to have to function in the strength that God has given to us. Now, when we talk about strength and we talk about power, there's a number of different different types of strength and power. We want to talk about that for a few minutes, but I want to make this confession of faith with you as well. Say this with me. In the name of Jesus, as a son, as a daughter of the living God, I have the power, the authority, the strength, the stamina, and the might to overcome any obstacle, overthrow, any oppression, overtake, any adversary, overwhelm, any circumstance, overtrump, any trick, that wasn't a play on words there, outlast, any hindrance, outdo, any feat, outmaneuver, any strategy of the enemy. God has given me Manifold power for manifold problems. See, manifold power means all kinds of power. The word manifold means all kinds. Manifold power for manifold problems. Stop saying that I can't do this anymore. Stop saying that I can't make it. Stop saying that I'm just, I'm done. Unless you're just saying I'm done in my own power. Now I'm going to do it in his power. You ever tried to pick up something really big and you couldn't do it until you got some help? So that's what we do when we crowd, we crowd to God in prayer. Say this with me. I have the power to feel what God wants me to feel. Now, I know that we're not moved by what we feel in the natural, but we are moved by what we feel in the spirit, right? So we have a, we have a, we're, we're a spirit, we're a soul, we're a body. We have a spirit man that feels things in the spirit. Say, I have the power to feel. I have the power to love. Say, I have the power to weep. Jesus wept. Shortest scripture in the Bible. Jesus wept. He wasn't a weak man. I have the power to laugh. I have the power to choose. I have the power to work and rest. Say, I have the power to reproduce and multiply. Say, I have the power to be free and to set others free. Say, I have the power to nurture I have the power to comfort. Those are incredible powers. You know that? They really, really are. The power to nurture people. The power to comfort people in times of sorrow. Say, I have the power to steward. I have the power to oversee. I have the power to represent God. Say, I have the power to take dominion and authority. Say, I have the power to stand, to withstand and to understand. Say, I have the power to create something. Something from something. Yeah, now we don't have the power to create something from nothing. God does. But we have the power to create something from something. 
God puts raw, raw material in our hands and we have the ability to take that raw material and, and initiate and become innovative and to be creative. So have the power to create. So have the power to overcome temptation, fear, and doubt. Say, I have the power to intercede, to stand in the gap, to be an advocate. Say, I have the power to coach, to mentor, to equip, to train somebody. Say, I have the power to become something. I have the power to be somebody because God says I'm somebody. Say, I have the power to speak. Man, do you know that's an incredible power? That's an incredible power. God does not speak without, without having, uh, without having uh, a meditation, knowing what he's going to say. Because when God says something, it not only goes into being, but it never stops. He initiates something and it continues. to. He put the sun in its place and it's been there ever since. When God speaks, it's a powerful thing. And he gave us that ability to speak. It's incredible. Say, I have the power to speak to decree, to proclaim, to announce, to declare. Say, I have the power to preach. Oh, said Pastor, I, I didn't get a degree to do that. Right, right. No, no, no. He, you don't need a degree to preach. Preach means to inspire, to motivate. Preach means to lift people up. See, the difference between preaching is to inspiration, teaching is to information. So, so, so you, it's not about a style of delivery. It's about what it does. Preaching inspires, motivates, lifts people up. Teaching informs. It, it gives people information. It helps them to understand. Information is a powerful tool. Say, I have the power to give and receive. A power to sow and reap. Power to plant and harvest. Say, I have the power to fight, to war, to contend, to stand my ground, to refuse to retreat. We may just, just have a whole confession Sunday, okay? So just stay with me here. Say, I have the power to meditate. The power to imagine. See, God gives you an image. The image becomes an imagination. An image is, an imagination is, is an image in motion. God gives you an image, a picture, a picture of who you are, a picture of what you could be, a picture of where you could go, a picture of a destination that's bigger than where you're at right now. He gives you an image, an image in motion becomes an imagination, an imagination that now has, has that you respond to becomes an imagine action. And so he gives you the power to imagine. Say, I have the power to concentrate. Is anybody concentrating right now? Say, I have the power to focus. Yeah, say, I have the power to get wealth. See, now some of you, that really tripped you up. Well, I don't believe God wants everybody to be wealthy. Well, you don't understand the definition of wealthy. Because prosperity is more than you need to do your assignment and enough to help somebody else to do their assignment. See, we're, we're kind of we're weird about this thing. Well, well, are you one of those prosperity preachers? Yes, but I'm a prosperity preacher in this, that whatever you need to accomplish the vision, the destiny that God has put in your heart and what he's purposed you to accomplish, you can accomplish. And if you'll in your heart begin to imagine and begin, because even in the Old Testament in Genesis chapter 11, when they were building the Tower of Babel, he confounded their language. Why? Because when they spoke in unity, nothing that they, they saw in their heart to do 
what was unattainable. They could do anything they imagined to do. And so God said, listen, because your imagination has become defiled, your imagination is not in line with my imagination. I have to, I have to confound the language so that you're not in agreement in your speech. But see what happens today. The reason why I'm having you repeat after me right now is because all of us together in agreement are releasing some powerful truths. And sometimes I get tired of preaching by myself, so I just want people to preach with me. Say, so I have the power to get wealth. The Bible says so. Say, I have the power to create wealth. Say, I have the power to leave a legacy. A legacy of wealth. Say, I have the power to rule my emotions. Woo! Oh, oh, did you just say that? I can't help it, Pastor. I can't stop myself. No, you have the power to rule your emotions. Say, I have the power to rule my emotions. Say, I have the power to rule my thoughts. Say, I have the power to rule my words. I have the power to rule my actions. I couldn't help it. The devil made me do it. Say, I have the power to see, to envision, to have sight, insight, and foresight. Yeah, that's an incredible power. Say, I have the power to distinguish good from bad. See, Hebrews chapter 5, about uh, maybe 13 or 14 along in there, it says, But strong meat belongs to those who, by reason of use, have exercised their senses to the discerning of good and evil. In other words, strong meat, the word, the word has become so powerful in my life that it has become a discerner inside of me. So I know the difference between good and evil. Say, I know the difference. I have the power to know the difference between right and wrong. Say, I have the power to know the difference between light and darkness. Okay, so I want to look at a scripture. I don't know if we can put it up. Uh, let's, let's put up uh, Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Clearly, I'm not going to get to all those scriptures I gave you today. <laughs> Luke chapter 10, 19. Behold, I give you, let's read it together. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So he gave me the power. Yeah, so I want to talk to you for just a couple minutes from this passage, and I want to break this out for you on what it is and what it's not. Say what it is. In fact, turn never say what it is and what it's not. <laughs> all right, so he says, first of all, he says, behold. The word behold means to see, to mirror, to watch, to focus, to envision. The word behold means to see, to mirror. See, what you see is what you're becoming. The direction that you look at is the direction you're going. You don't believe me? Every time you look down while you're driving, you start going the direction that you're looking. Many times that's the direction that we're going. So behold, so the scripture says, behold, in other words, put it back up on there if you would. Uh, behold, I give you power. Behold, I give unto you power. Behold, behold is a powerful word. It means look, listen, mirror, envision, Catch this. Watch what I'm about to say. I could actually preach on this word, behold, because you will never become until you know how to behold. You are becoming what you are beholding. Behold it. Behold it in your mind's eye. Hold on to it in your heart. Get a picture of it and hold on to it. Get a picture of where you want to go, a picture of what your family could be. 
Get a picture of the peace that God wants to bring into your household. The peace that he wants to bring into this community. Behold, I. Who is I? In this case, it's Jesus. I, the Lord. Somebody say, the Lord. So behold, now, now I want you to see this. It's important. You're going to envision something. You're going to mirror it. It's going to become a part of you. It's going to become bigger than you. I want you to get this. 2020 church, get this because I'm going to give you something. And this is not just some cute little scripture that we kind of look at now and then. This is a powerful release of a resource in the kingdom that God wants to give to somebody who will say, Lord, I'll steward that. I have the power. We just read through a confession that told us all the power that we have. And so he says, behold, I, who? The Lord. Who is this Lord? It's the Lord. Celestial, not terrestrial. It originated in heaven, not on earth. It originated outside the time and space continuum. It originated outside what we know of as created uh, material. It, It was in the eternal realm. Outside this realm is where God himself released the power from. It is not subject to this world. If God says, if God says, look, you can live without an eye, you can live without an eye. The natural world says no. The natural world says you can't see without an eye. But I, when I was a little boy, saw a man who, when he was a little boy, ran into a, 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 a barbed wire fence and put out his eyes. And he now, and God healed him without an eye. He can see. I watched him see. They, put, they actually even put stuff over his eyes and people would, bring, people would bring stuff up to him. He had glass eyes in. He pulled the glass eyes out and they brought their license to him and he read it. You say, well, why would God do that? Because God can do whatever he wants to do. Yes, in the natural, it's impossible to see without an eyeball, but this man could see without an eyeball. I saw it with my own eyes. Doesn't matter whether you believe me or not. I don't care. I saw it. Every, across the room, people would bring up stuff. And he said, the only reason I'm here today to show you this is to let you know that the God we serve is a God of miracles. He can still do miracles. Took out the glass eyes and can, with, the, with the empty sockets could see and read. I, the Lord. Watch this again. Bring it back up if you would. Behold, I, the Lord. Behold, I, the Lord. I, not celestial or celestial, not terrestrial, heavenly, not earthly, higher, not lower, sovereign. We sang about it this morning, not delegated. God doesn't have delegated authority. Just leave that that scripture up for a while if you would. Delegated means that somebody gave it to you. All the authority that you and I operate in was given to us. The authority as a parent, the authority on the job, any authority you have was given to you or delegated, not to God. So the one that the power was never delegated to, he already had it, is now giving us something that he has the authority to give to us. He ain't somebody giving you something he don't have the right to give to you. I, the sovereign Lord, give. Say give. He didn't say you'll have to earn it. Give, not earn. Okay, say I, the Lord, say uh, celestial, not terrestrial. Say heavenly, not earthly. Say higher, not lower. 
give. Say give, not earn. You don't, you can't do enough to earn this. He's giving it to you freely. He says, you, behold, I give unto who? You. Who's the you? Say us. Say we're the you. Yeah. We're the family. We're the people of God. He gave it to us, not the enemy. I'll talk about that in just a minute. Not them, but family. Not the enemy. We are so afraid of the enemy. The weapons of the enemy, and he has some, but are not mighty. Our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I, the Lord, give, not earn, unto you, unto us, not them, the power to tread. Say the power to tread. Okay, so, so what are we doing? We're, we have the power to tread. Say not hide. Say not run in terror. Say not be intimidated. So the Lord, the sovereign Lord, gives unto you power. Say authority. We don't have to hide. We don't have to be intimidated. We don't have to be tormented. The power to tread on what? Say serpents and scorpions. So when I say serpents and scorpions, we're not even talking about swords and, and spears. We're talking about, about venom, poison, that which would poison your thinking, poison your life. I give you authority to walk on the things that would try to get up in your head. The stuff that would try to become higher in your life, higher in your thinking, I want you to put it under your feet. Don't give it authority to get up high, leave it low. I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. The animate versus the inanimate. These are animate, they're animated, they're, they're trying to become living, not just the inanimate. I give you power to, to tread on what serpents and scorpions, what kind of serpents are there? Well, there are the serpent strikes from the mouth, the scorpion strikes from the tail. There are squeezing snakes. I have some I'm going to bring out here in just a minute. I'm just kidding. The squeezing snakes are the snakes that come to oppress you, to squeeze you and oppress you. The spitting snakes are the ones that come to blind you. I was in uh, South Africa and they told me, don't go outside of your room in the garden. I said, why? They said, because we have some, some snakes out there. I said, what do you mean? They said, well, they spit in your eyes. I said, you're talking about cobra? They said, yeah, and it will raise up all the way as high as you. Look in your eyes and spit in your eyes and it will burn your eyes. I said, Jesus, I will be in my room. I will be in my room. I will not be leaving this room. I'll be in here praying. Don't let him come in this room. <laughs> so squeezing snakes, oppressive snakes, spitting snakes that cause blindness, striking snakes that, become, that cause us to become intoxicated, swimming snakes that will give you a real shock. They're called eels. Seducing snakes like in the garden that cause you to be tempted. Scorpions that hide in little places, scary little things. He said, look, I've given you authority over the scary little things in your life. Yes. 
And over all, now, now, now he says, and over all the power of the enemy. Not just that, but by the way, since we're talking about this, say all, all. not some. Not say all, all. Not, some. not some. Well, why do we act like he still has authority over us? Shall by any means hurt you. Shall by any means. Nothing shall by any means. That means all means. Whatever, whatever he has against you, he can't use it to hurt you. Whatever has happened in your life, you say, but it did hurt me. I get it. But the point is, it has to bring something good into your life. All things work together for good. Something good is coming out of this. Say something good is coming out of this. Say why? Because I have the power to find the good. Yeah, yeah. Shall by any means, what means? Poison, stress, fear, intimidation, deception, seduction, oppression, shame, accusation. By any means hurt you. Injure, damage, sabotage, weaken, contain, restrain, afflict, with, withstand, diminish, cause pain, traumatize, shake you. Nothing shall by any means shake you. So I got this dog. His name is Skip. Skip is an incredible little dog. He's about this big. Maybe four or five pounds. Skip is intimidated actually by almost nothing. Skip, I, I was watching him and, 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 he, and he was stretching his back legs and stretching. For, and I thought, why does he do that? Who told him to do that? He wasn't around other dogs. We got him when he was a tiny little dog. He wasn't around other dogs. He's not been around other dogs. So how did he know to stretch? Innately, there was something inside of him. Look, look, there's all kinds of power. One of those power uh, and strengths is the strength of flexibility, the strength to be able to stretch. God is causing us to stretch. Innately, there was something in the dog that told him that he needed to stretch. Come on, church, this year, 2020, stretch, stretch, stretch. Something inside of you says, stretch for more. Stretch, there's a strength in you. So, well, the enemy might try to stop me. Doesn't matter. He doesn't have the power to stop you. This dog has the ability to stretch. Now, let me tell you what else he does. Other dogs come in the neighborhood, big dogs. And this dog will take off after him like an idiot. Show his teeth. Are you an idiot? What is wrong with you? There is something loony about this dog. But this dog thinks he can do anything. Stand up on your feet. He's a dog, but he thinks he can win any battle. He's less, but because he thinks he's more, I've watched big dogs run away from him. Whew. Are you catching this? Say, I have the power. We have the authority to decree peace. Well, so across this room today, with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you're here today and you haven't been functioning in your authority, some area of your life you've, you've lost control of, you, you, you have forgot that by any means the enemy has no authority over you. And you want to step into your authority this year. If God's speaking to you on the count of three, just lift your hand. One, two, three. Pray with me. Say, Lord, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I'm so sorry for the sin in my life. I believe 
Christ died for me, was buried in the tomb, rose again, is coming again, and he gave me authority. Authority, power, dominion, strength, might. We decree, I decree, joy, peace, righteousness in Jesus' name. And everybody said, if you need personal prayer minister, we'll be here in the front to pray with you. Oh, 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 oh,